Sorry, I'm tired and I smell like jail. Let's reconvene in a couple of years. What do you say? Yes, it's the science fiction rating system. It's me, Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Sam Draper. Hello. Hello. And Chris Redding. Hello. God, Godzilla was shit, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's Chris coming off the back of last two weeks where we did a lot of Godzilla. We were planning to do a spoiler cast on the no, new one. No, that's me talking about the new one. Yeah, yeah, we were planning on talking about it, but sadly, uh, Sam hasn't seen it, so that's all right, yeah. But yeah, Chris's opinions are... His own. Valid. His own. Valid. Valid, right, okay. (laughs) I I loved it, but we'll see, we'll have to see. Anyway, we're not here here about Godzilla. Uh, We're here about Tron Legacy, uh, the 2010 film directed by Joseph Kosiniski, I don't know, Kosiniski. I think that sounds right. That sounds oh, right. Oh, no, Kaczynski. 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 He's the guy that did Oblivion, uh, the Tom Cruise film, which I haven't seen. Have you seen that, either of you? I think I've started to watch it. I think it's very boring. Yeah, I've watched it. Mm. But at the moment, more importantly, he's the one, the man behind Top Gun Maverick, yeah. which I guess we're all uh, excited <laughs> for. I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? It's a, I guess Top Gun Maverick is a little bit like Tron Legacy in that you're bringing back a film that was... A very, very, very long time ago with I've, the same actors. I've never seen Top Gun. You've never seen Top Gun? No. Oh. It's good in its own way. I mean, mm. yeah. That's a, I don't know. Um, well, why are we here? I forgot that bit. Why we're here is because this is a podcast to rate and review science fiction films. We've got over 100 on there. Uh, we uh, watch them. We analyse them. We take them apart. We put them back together. And then we put them on our list. Um, and uh, yes, a, a few weeks back, we watched Tron again by my request, which I was wrong about. <laughs> um, and um, we came to the conclusion, and even me, I mean, Sam, Chris, you didn't like Tron, did you? You're not fans of Tron, are you? No. Um, you know, it's a good reference. Yeah. Mm. Looks nice. Yeah. It but looks for the re- yeah. Literally, I'm glad it exists just because I can go. Oh yeah, let's do this thing, and we'll make it look like Tron. <laughs> like yeah, it's, I mean, it's like just a word in the English dictionary. It's not. It's got no mm. use other beyond that for me. Mm. Yeah, and I think my problem with Tron, I think I liked first time we rewatched it. I really liked it, and then the second time I rewatched it, I kind of saw all the problems with it a lot clearer. Um, but because of that, we're watching Tron Legacy. Um, and Tron Legacy, the, the kind of basic synopsis from Wikipedia. Uh, in 1989, seven years after the events of the film, Kevin Flynn, uh, who is uh, Jeff Bridges, has been recently promoted to CEO of Encom International. He disappears. 20 years later, his son Sam, now Encom's primary shareholder, takes little interest in the company beyond paying paying an annual prank on its board of directors. Suddenly, out of blue, Alan Bradbury, Bradley, who's also from the first film, an Encom executive and Flynn's old friend, receives a strange pager message originating, originating from Flynn's shuttered video arcade. When Sam investigates, he finds a whole lot more than he expected. Um, and it kind of opens in 1989. Hmm. Um, and it's kind of... I, I thought the beginning of this film's quite well done. I think I quite like the whole start of this film. What did you guys think? <clears throat> yeah, I, like, I mean, I 
I mean, just for the sort of uh, retro feel, I love all that shit. So you mm. can't really go wrong in that department in my eyes. And it's kind of straight into it, isn't it? Which is good as well. I like yeah. just get going. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got, it's Jeff Bridges with the kind of, they've done a lot, there's a lot of, we'll talk about it later, there's a lot of CGI in making Jeff Bridges look younger, mm. making him look like uh, from the original film. Actually, it's, it's from Against All Odds, you know that? Oh, okay, he's, a, he's nice. a bit older, so it's from a film that was in 1980, released in 1984 or five, oh, and that's the light at okay. the top. So it's a combination of CGI and, and other, shot, other film shots. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. No, no, sorry. Um, it's, no, it's CGI, but they based the model, sorry, on him in that um, film rather than him in Tron. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Um, and I mean, really, this opening is just kind of kind of bringing you up to date with what's happened. So you get kind of him talking about the, the world he discovered when he went into it and telling stories about Tron and Clue and all that stuff. And then, and then there's kind of him dis- his disappearance. Well, his wife dying. And then his disappearance and kind of like, you know, that, confusion that, at Encom. That talk with his son, that's mm. one of those classic movie things that I hate where like it's just, he's telling a, a long story that he would have, that kid would be very aware of. <laughs> and like yeah. the way it like, makes him finish a sentences and stuff like that. I, yeah. Kevin films it that way. There must be a more elegant way of explaining stuff than this very unrealistic, the night before he goes missing, going through his whole backstory yeah, more no, I know bit. what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of thing. It doesn't really you can't. No it's a that, bit the scrutiny. No, no one sits and goes. Yeah. By the way, let me just so tell you this big long story. Remember that time we moved story. house two, and then the kid <laughs> says the address. Then I got this new job. Like no one's <laughs> that. No, no, no. It is a bit weird, but it it works. Um, mm. And it, yeah, do you, in the there were a lot of scenes you don't see them here. There's but there were uh, cut out scenes about of the uh, of his actual mum. Yeah, uh, played by Amy Estrell uh, or Estrell. I think she um, was in. I watched the Tron the next day. I think it was called, which was like the okay, the little other film. Yeah, I think she's in that a bit. So it must have been in there. Well, yeah, she yeah. was. She was to have lived well into his childhood li- years. This plot point was changed in post production to add emphasis to the father son relationship. Uh, so she's not kind of in it at all. Oh, right. I mean, that's a bit. That's a bit gutting if you were cast as the mum. And then you're like, oh, that's like quite a big part for me in this Tron film. And then you're like, yeah. you're dead and you've been cut out. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, we go, uh, we kind of, we've had, yeah, there's quite a big kind of, a lot of stuff about like, you see here, I quite like the way they use the news footage and stuff. And like those, all those, there's all those weird, that shot of all the weird TVs and stuff, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a little bit more abstract, a bit more arty way yeah. of opening the film, isn't it? Yeah. It's not too mm. run of the mill. Um and then we're jumping straight ahead to uh, to kind of now, where we see Sam, played by Garrett Hedlund. Uh, and uh, he got the role, it says on Wikipedia, by winning a Darwinian casting process, uh, which tested hundreds of actors being chosen for having the unique combination of intelligence, wit, humour, look and physicality that the producers thought would be Flynn's son. And what do we think of Garrett Hedlund? He's all right. I mean, he's all right. I mean, it's weird because have you ever watched Friday Night Lights? No, he was in that, so he, just, he was reminds oh. me of that. These films are not about the acting, now, are they? No, no. It, the only really. thing against him is he's got a weird walk. He like has oh. a very swaggery walk, which I don't like. But mm. he reminds me of uh, the bloke in Avatar. Like you kind of don't really need him. Uh, it doesn't matter yeah. who he is or what he's doing. Mm. Blank. He's a bit blank. 
Yeah. As, a, as, as a, Chris says, yeah. like, that's that's the role you need, isn't it? Like if it was someone, yeah. if it was someone like maybe overacting a bit, like maybe mm. like Michael Sheen, you'd be a bit distracted mm. and think, "Shut mm. up, wouldn't you?" You know, you don't want yeah, Tom Cruise true. in Tron. You want no. Tron. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. No, that's true. No, that's true. Um, and you kind of, see, I guess, he kind of, you see him racing around in his motorbike and stuff, and uh, he's basically on his way to Incom to break in. And I think, I mean, it, this is the first like bit where they reference Tron when he when he opens the big door and he make he does he says exactly the same line as that what's yeah. it makes in Jeffrey just says in Tron. I do think what this film does well is it references the original but not too overtly. There's yeah, no it was, it's not it was good having seen that so recently, wasn't it? Like that there was yeah. you could get the link so well. It yeah, it's not like oh wink wink, oh look, yeah, it's yeah. a big door, like my dad said. You know, I think it's a lot more subtle, which I think uh, other films that have done, have, you know, have either been sequels or have been they, they've gone way too over the top with showing yeah. their references, which I think at least this does is a bit more subtle about it. Like um, um, Star Trek Into Darkness, for instance, mm, which yeah. goes over the top with the Khan references in the way you think. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It's like a hammer. It doesn't yeah. really need that. Yeah. Um. And what we enter, it's kind of we kind of cut to a, there's a lot of like boardrooms se- sequence in this bit where we see uh, the kind of the heads of Encom, um, and this whole scene is I found is the the weirdest bit of this whole film in a weird way. It's terrible because it's an entire red herring, isn't it? This whole scene, yeah. Because not only do you have this whole big thing about the software and Encom basically like cheating people out of money there's this kind of weird comment about like uh oh what's different about this version of the software and they're like oh we put a 12 on the box so it's like this kind of weird attack against microsoft and like Mac really and stuff place, like that. Isn't it? yeah yeah in a film by disney it seems a little bit like a bit odd it just seems like, like, it's, like it's it's just commentary <laughs> it's just commentary on on you know that industry. That's all it is. Yeah, but it's crap, isn't it? It's like it's very just feels like they tacked on. Like, what? Why bother but, with any of this? Well, it's so odd because they introduce uh, Edward Dillon, uh, Edward Dillinger, yeah, that's the weird bit. <laughs> which is Dillinger's son, who yeah. is the big baddie in the first film, paid by Killian Murphy, who is <clears throat> uncredited on yeah, IMDb. It's and he, you kind of at this point, you're watching it going, all right, I see what's going to happen. He'll be the baddie. Villain, yeah. He'll, yeah, he's the villain. He's trying to take control of Encom. We're kind of in the realms of the same film. Um, but really, this never comes back again, does it? This whole I mean, sequence. That's, that's got to be intentional, hasn't it? That, that misdirect, well, doesn't it? Because I hope mm, so, because <laughs> it's so odd. He, like, he was famous at this point, wasn't he, Killian Murphy? This is after Batman yeah. and 20 Days yeah. Later and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I wonder why he was cast or why he decided to. It was it's weird, kind of insane. Watching it again, I was like, when he came up, I was thinking, I don't remember that bit of the story and being a villain. And then that's no. why I remember it because he wasn't. But yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. Well, it's like it's a very yeah. I mean, it's it just seems like a huge kind of misdirect uh, and red herring in a film that didn't really need it. Like I don't think it. I don't feel at this stage. I was like, it's not you know, it's not Inception. You don't really need this level of like kind of. I don't know. It's a very odd scene, anyway. It's also strange you think like how old Tron was, and really like it, it's not. I know it's like a beloved name, but the film itself mm. isn't that beloved. So it's not as though a lot of the audience is going to hear Dillinger and go, "Oh my god, it's it's you know." Yeah. yeah. Like, most, no, you most really need know to was, know. <laughs> no, no, it's a no. strange thing. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, so yeah, so Flynn steals the uh, steals the software, puts it on the internet for everyone, uh, along with his dog, and then jumps off the roof. I don't know. I mean, it's all really just trying to show that he's this kind of, uh, you know... He's got the skills. Well, and also that he's a parentless, uh, reckless... Yeah. You know, he's had a mucked up childhood and he's adrenaline junkie and... But also, like, if he stuff. accidentally got sucked into, like, a, a digital, like, uh, you know, fight for his life, he'd be well equipped to deal with it. Well, yeah, I mean, it, that's... He's credit got, to he's this got film. particular skills that match yeah. perfectly where he's Well, going. yeah, cause, because <laughs> Jeff Bridges in the first film is just good at arcade games. Yeah. I mean, that's not really the same as being able to ride a bike or throw a disc or whatever yeah. it is, is it? Yeah, I mean, at least they do show he's... <clears throat> a bit more physically able in this, and uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so he's arrested, but he gets out and he heads home. And uh, we're on part three, a page from the past. Uh, and this is when Alan Bradley uh, turns up, who, as we, as I said before, he was in the first Tron. Now, did you know that he wasn't actually in going to be in this film at all? Uh, it, early drafts of script didn't feature him at all. It was only after public outcry. Uh, by the man himself, Bruce Box Lintner, and fans of the original film that he was added, and his performance proved so popular he went on to make public appearances as Alan Bradley to promote the film. Weird. Uh, and he's also returned to role in uh, Tron Uprising. Um, and it's kind of weird to think... I mean, he's quite integral, and it kind of makes sense that he's there. It's kind of weird to imagine the film without this character, I think. Don't you? Uh yeah, it is. But then it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird overall. The first Tron's kind of weird that like Tron isn't really the main character, isn't it? No, no, not at all. I guess no. it is strange to have a film called Tron and not have Tron in it. That is strange. But you don't need him, do you? Really? They're just trying to take a, a you know a pre-existing audience along for the ride, like most new Disney things do. When really, mm. it's not really aimed at, at me or you. Do you think this is... That's an interesting point, Chris. Do you think this is one of the first, like... Uh, the first, like, prove the proving ground of this Disney model to take older things and repackage them and sell them all to a new audience, but also a kind of nostalgic old audience? Do you think this is one of the first examples? Yeah, and I don't think it's Disney. It's not just Disney, right? It's just like... Mm. It's yeah, like it is. Western culture is just, like, reabsorbing itself yeah. now. And mm. it's just... We're just set in like some sort of feedback loop. Mm. It's, it's... That's true. I think, uh, I mean, I quite like him being in this. I don't think he's a terrible actor. Oh, yeah, I quite take like... away from it at all, does it? No, it's good no. to No, um, I mean, plot-wise, he says that he's got a page and it's from the arcade, Flynn's arcade. Uh, so he's, sh- and, uh, you know, he hasn't, that's been closed for ages. Uh, so we get to go back to Flynn's arcade, which I like. Um my question here is, what is your favourite arcade game? Ooh, actually playing it in an arcade? Yeah, actual played on an arcade machine. I would say Street Fighter. I think the only one I've got much experience of is Operation Wolf, because that was in the, the swimming baths Ooh. where we were growing up. With the gun. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah, that was Going great. Like Chris what? in the swimming baths. I'm trying to remember. It was like, um, you'd walk in, it was like straight, you had the squeeze machine on the left, and then, yeah. and then straight on was Operation Wolf, and that's... I think it it's changed. like a little gun, yeah, and you like it, it people popping up. It was like a it. bit like Duck Hunt, wasn't it? It was I a very been flat. Allowed to play that? Oh, I'm sure as well. I don't know if this is. I'm misremembering this, but I'm sure that someone got electric shocked off the water on that machine. <laughs> like, oh my god! Through, you know, through pressing the twig. It was right next to the shower. Yeah, it, it was. It was water everywhere. So. 
Um, <laughs> in fact, you were standing in a puddle yeah, playing it at the same time. In the shower was playing it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dangerous swimming balls. I think they're like we're, the weird thing is though. I don't think I think our generation, like well, especially me and Chris, we're like we didn't really have arcades, did we? Like growing up at all? Mm, no. I I remember arcade machines in like kebab shops and chip shops and no, stuff. So I don't remember that really. Oh, there was a few okay. arcade machines at the at the bowling, but mm. yeah, I don't know. Going to Seaside, never went out to Seaside and oh, yeah, played seaside. on the arcade. Yeah. That's the only place you'd oh. see it. I suppose, mm. yeah. What was yours, Chris? What was your favourite arcade game? Um, you know what? I was never really into arcade games. No? I okay. always used to make a beeline for the air hockey. Oh, yeah. but yeah, good shout though. Air hockey's good. I think that counts. Mm. Yeah. But Street Fighter. <clears throat> yeah, see. Yeah, you can't be Street Fighter. Yeah. I'll say actually in yeah. later life, uh, Let's Go Jungle. Have you ever played that? <laughs> Is that the one that rates your relationship? That's it, yeah. Like Lucy, I was. It. If we ever see, yeah, that, I was. I was with you and Lucy <laughs> you when you went and like, played that. Hold on to something. No, something. you're like in a. You're in like a gym, <laughs> and you've both yeah. you're both shooting things, and then it like rates your how compatible you are based on how well you're in the game or something. How like that. Good you are it was, <laughs> Chris. It was. It was. A, it, it happens at the end, Chris. The rating comes up at the end, and I was—it was very uncomfortable. I was standing there with Sam and Lucy <laughs> as this rating popped up. It was quite an uncomfortable moment. Luckily, it was a high, high <laughs> match, wasn't it? I mean, oh yeah, I don't well, know, yeah. What would have happened if it had been like ten? No matter, to tell you that, it was all on the line. There. You'd have just walked out on your own. <laughs> also, one of the arcade experience I remember is you were playing Guitar Hero down there, and those kids watching me. Oh yeah, playing yeah. that song and like looking like like really embarrassed for me. Yeah, no, you were doing. Ex- you were very good, at, but a bit too good. Smashing the guitar yeah. up. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like knee sliding across the floor and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, back in Tron, uh, Sam uh, finds a secret room uh, in the arcade, which is a bit unnecessary, but anyway, finds it. Uh, and as he's kind of, it, he's got the, the the computer that's a table. That's the old. Master computer, isn't it? From yeah. that's the mm. table Dillinger has, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, isn't it weird? That, like uh, the one innovation that this guy seems to have done is like made awful touchscreen keyboards. They've all got touchscreen <laughs> keyboards. It's, like the worst invention of all time. I would have worked true, this guy. Yeah. He's an idiot. No, yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, anyway, without knowing, he gets zapped in the back the same way his dad did, uh, and there he is in part four on the grid. Uh, and we boom, kind boom, of boom, 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 we see yeah the first shots of the uh, of the kind of crazy world of Tron. Um, it's interesting. I read that the guy that directed this was actually an architect, so he came kind of to the uh, to the kind of Tron world in a in a design way rather than a kind of uh, uh, you know rather hmm. than plot or anything like well, that. That makes what, sense. Yeah. What do we think of the kind of updated version of the world of Tron when you see it? Yeah, it's good. I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm not sure it's as iconic as the original, though, is it? Like, mm, I know what you mean. It's, I guess, the, the the irony is that although they do it in this film a billion times better, as you said, Chris, by this point, it had become a thing that people are kind of like, oh, make it look like Tron, as you said. Mm. So by this point, people had made things that looked like Tron. So it wasn't as impressive me, in a weird way. For me, it would have been slightly more interesting like to have like a meta approach to it in the sense of like, you don't make it look what you perceive to be cool. You mm. kind of come at it from using the original models or something. 
Oh, okay. So make it much more, more like retro. exactly how it was. Yeah, yeah more retro. Yeah. I'm not sure I've got a complete answer to that, but like having, the thing is, it looks really cool and neat now, right? Mm. And yeah. I think there would have been a way of maybe finding a middle ground and sort of making it just work with that what we knew it to be before in some mm. way, just just in an evolutionary mm. sense of how it's moved forward. I don't know. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, the thought, suit. I I really like disagree with that a bit because I really really like the look of it. It looks. Mm. I love the. I don't know. I just think about that glow of it. I much prefer the look of this to Ultron. To be honest. Um, yeah, it's I, difficult because there are elements know. of this I do like. Yeah, and I get what you're saying, and I don't think there's much of a link. And it is—I see what you mean. Like it's, it's as though he's gone to a different world in a way, isn't it? Other than the mm-hmm. light cycles are there, yeah, there's not much of a yeah a lineage there. But I just think the CG on these sorts of bits really held up really well for me. And yeah. I watched it on the Blu-ray, yeah. and on the IMAX shots, they they get rid of the black bars and go full screen on the TV. Mm-hmm. It looks like stunning flyby shots, stuff like that. I thought with those yeah. bits, yeah. but. No, it's very. Uh, but I kind of kind of see what Chris is saying is it doesn't look it doesn't blow your mind because you've seen no, no. kind of worlds created that are like oh wow you know it's it's still very well done. I know it though, great. like I don't think it blew your mind, but I think it, I did find it a bit breathtaking. I think because mm. of the music as well, like it, it kind of yeah, there's a very yeah. like integrated. You feel like you're there, not there in a way. I don't know what it is. Just I think it's just like mm. very tapping into my sort of aesthetic, like yeah. that sort yeah. of like French house music with. Big yeah. blue LEDs everywhere. It's kind of like yeah. I like how they like work in like choreography into it and how people move. Yeah, you know, mm. like when them girls yeah, are dressing him and things like that. Yeah. It's just it's just quite cool. I, I don't. I mean, there has been a lot of thought put into it, and it's it very is, coherent, yeah. isn't it? That's the thing, yeah. isn't it? Like everything, ma- yeah. everything's because you yeah. never had any of that in the original, which is no, 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 not at all. No, stylistically, it's it's been it's been moved forward. Mm. It's interesting because the uh, in two thousand and seven, when the negotiations were happening with Disney and the director, uh, the president of Disney, who was uh, Bailey something Bailey, anyway, he said Disney owns the property Tron. Uh, do you know it? Are you interested? What would your take be in a post Matrix world? How do you go back to the world of Tron? And the director said that he basically he was kind of like very wary of this whole the kind of making it like the Matrix or all that stuff. Mm. So what he wanted to do was not use the internet as a model or use a formula emulative of the Matrix series. He wanted it to be kind of very different. Hmm. And in fact, that was at odds with what Disney wanted. It was only because they gave the director an amount of money to go and do a test, uh, a kind of conceptual prototype, he says Hmm. here, uh, that they then kind of bought into the idea. So what they really wanted was... Let's remake the Matrix, but yes, let's use Tron to be our version of the Matrix. Which mm. I think that would have been terrible if that's what they had done, don't you? Mm. I mean, that, you can I mean, see that, how that... they could have gone down that road because that is kind of where you know, being inside the computer, you can kind of see how they could have made that work. It also but... makes sense, though. I think it's good in a way because there's so much money behind this. Mm. Like, yes. you remember, like there was a there was a like a comics, um, like a cartoon series. There was a game that yeah. came out. They're obviously pushing yeah. it for a whole raft of sequels, oh, yeah. weren't they? Like, and, then, yeah. and that's to its benefit because it does, it, I mean, it looks expensive, doesn't it? Like the money's going mm. somewhere. It does look nice. So it's the, it says it was the most expensive film ever made by a first time director with a production budget of 170 million US dollars. Yeah. The wardrobe budget was 13 million. Pretty hell. One wow. costume suit alone for the racers cost sixty thousand um, dollars. 
So and what did this guy have? What did this guy have on someone to get this? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, I it? don't know. Yeah, how did he get it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Is this, is this before or after Oblivion? Has he done that by this point? Uh, I think it's before. Oblivion. Oh, he said his first time directing, wasn't it? Yeah, before, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know what he did before this. Yeah, I mean, Chris is right. Who did he? Who did he know to get this? <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's probably yeah. I don't want to say anything. That's- <laughs> no, no, no. Um, the the way they make the the suits glow is because they've got little batteries, small lithium batteries in them. Uh, yeah. But each battery only lasted twelve minutes. So oh God. you can imagine that, that didn't really. And also, the circuits are extremely fragile. Well, it's so, not that much of a rub, really. It's considering that if you shot it on film, that'd be the same as a mag. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, they um, had to be very. They it made a sit. massive noise, though, right? Uh, I'm assuming it probably did. The suits made like a noise, which was like. (laughs) Yeah, so. So didn't the IMAX cameras at this point make a big noise anyway? Probably. I guess it was. But they'd be. They'd probably be. Yeah, it was sounded like a like a laundrette in there. (laughs) Yeah, nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The good thing this film then does. uh, See, because at this point you're kind of following the pattern of Tron here in that, you know, you've had this kind of real world bit, you've set up NCOM, uh, that a character's gone into the game, they've been taken away and they're forced to play. Um, and then I would say where the original Tron goes wrong is that suddenly then the rest of the film is just talking and boring yeah. and there's no real action. The good thing about uh, Tron Legacy is, again, you're straight into the games, but the kind of action never really lets up in this film. They have plot, but there's always a lot of action alongside it. Mm. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, and, and this is the first, I mean, you, you get the kind of, uh, you get the disc game, the uh, kind of, it was like Frisbee, isn't it, basically? But yeah. I mean, it's squash. quite cool. Disc squash. Yeah. Disc squash. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, it's quite good the way when they, when they get kind of de-res, the way they kind of smash into kind of pixels. I love that. Cubes. Yeah, I love that look. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, we also get to meet Rinsler at this point, um, who's a kind of interesting character. Uh, what do they think of that name, though? Uh, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a weird name, isn't it? And like everyone says it, it a bit different every time you hear it in the film. They keep changing how they pronounce it. Yeah, like I th- yeah, Rinsler, Rins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, Sam fights a few people, uh, and him and Rinsler, are all, you know facing off but when Sam starts bleeding Rinsler says user and mm. stops and everyone boos and a yellow figure says bring him to me and we move to part five which I've called give us a clue get it oh. get it hey hey um and then we see uh, Sam is confronted by the yellow mask figure that is Flynn but younger but I mean thankfully they don't go down the whole oh it's his dad they very quickly you realize that it's not his dad yeah, it's in fact clue, which is a good thing, isn't it? I mean, that could have it's, been. It's really good, and like you know, so the CG right obviously doesn't hold up, does it at all? On no, it looks very odd, no, and that's the bit that I think watching it now looks weird. But when I was watching it, I think they could have very easily saved themselves that right because the the whole thing that like that isn't really his dad, yeah, is a thing for like thirty seconds, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a plot yeah. point. So all he needs no. to do was have Sam go. Oh, dad, then he goes like, "Oh, you look a bit odd." Like, make a reference to the fact he doesn't look. Yeah. Right. Oh, you're right. And it, yeah, it would have saved that, been... that then, wouldn't it? Like watching it. Yeah. Because obviously at the time they're so confident in the CG, they don't need to do that. But it's a shame that, like, mm. in hindsight, they didn't do that. Because then you'd be like, "All right, then fair enough, he doesn't look right." But he knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they c- go along. Yeah, that's 
Yeah, no, that's a that's a kind of future proofing that they Definitely, didn't. Yeah, yeah, they didn't need think to own about. it. Yeah, yeah totally. No. But, it's, but at the time, they wouldn't because at the time, I suppose they thought this looks fucking incredible. We'll never top this, didn't they? I suppose, but it's just a pity they can't. If they ever do a special edition, that's the line they should add. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I, I, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it's so odd to think that you know, like when you uh, I don't know, you see Captain Marvel, but the 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 stuff they do in that to kind of de-age people. How is gone... the, the one in Ant Man was good with um. Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Michael Douglas. Mike, yeah, they've gone so far forward with this technology. It's yeah. kind of, uh, yeah. Creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Where will it end, eh? What I do think, you think? I mean, like, the problem with, with this was, though, that he, at this point, he just looks like a, like a video game cutscene, doesn't he, now? Like, in yeah. this film, which <laughs> was really, really jarring at times. Especially yeah. the way he moved, like his limbs and stuff. It got that very sort of, you know... Um, What's the word? Like you can see the model, can't you? It's not got like, mm. the weight of a real human, which yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It is the kind of the one effect that doesn't really work, and it doesn't yeah. really. It's like stand uh, up. watching the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, and like now he doesn't look like a human, does he? Or a Spider-Man? No. He's got yeah. the weight when he flies around and stuff like that. That mm. kind of problem. Mm. Yeah. Um, the light cycles look cool, though, don't they? I like the what they've yeah. done with where they have the They're little too weird. Busy. You think too you think? busy? Oh, I don't. Mm. Oh, I, I like them. I like when I they. I like to be it. like 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 fucking millions of components now, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got a Michael Bay disease a bit, hasn't it? I suppose yeah. when yeah. it transforms. Yeah, I like it when they give him the little stick and he holds it like a lightsaber, and it's not, and it's like it's the handle. I like that bit. I thought yeah, that was a good, good little good nod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, Chortle, anyway, Chortle. <laughs> we get a big light cycle bit and then basically again this this film very closely follows the plot of Tron in that they smack the well a big four wheel drive thing turns up they smash a hole in the wall which is exactly what they do in Tron mm. uh, and then just kind of ride out uh, and Sam is saved by Cora um, and we know Snink's up with Cora straight away don't we because she kind of laughs and she's not like I mean, they don't adhere to this kind of, oh, they're computer programs, so they don't have emotions. But she's very obviously different as soon yeah. as you meet her, isn't she? Yeah. Um, and this was, you know, the whole, what was she called? She's an ISO, isn't she? Cora, yeah, she's an ISO, yeah. And, like, yeah. that was meant to be the whole, like, basis for the next films, wasn't it? Did you read that? that no. Um, I mean, I remember at the time, there's, there's a game, what was the game? I can't remember the game was called. There's a game came out with it anyway at the same time. Tron... Mm. Forgotten. Anyway, it was all right, the game. But that Tron whole forgotten. story, it was set before this. And it was oh, all yeah. about the backstory of these ISOs. It was all about this uprising, stuff like that. And it was mm. sort of... They were setting up that the next film would be like about mm. the ISOs coming back and that kind of thing, which is... Yeah. When, you, when you watch yeah. it now, you're like, it's a, not a great idea. And it's kind of good that it's minimised here, isn't it? Because it's so yeah. stupid. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I've written, what the fuck are the ISOs? Does it matter? No. Um, yeah, totally. Because, yeah. because, yeah, basically, I mean, it, there is this huge big. The ISOs are kind of. I, I mean, I guess I they had to feel. I mean, there had to be a reason for Jeff Bridges' character to kind of disappear into the world. Hmm. Uh, he had to be discovering something, I guess. Um, but yeah, the, the ISOs are kind of a bit of a MacGuffin as well because they're they don't they just it just says a lot. Of, I mean, I mean, I guess it's to do with cast this is what you get when you cast jeff bridges he says stuff like bio digital jazz man yeah. and uh, <laughs> stuff like that which doesn't really make mean anything but you're supposed to just think oh okay right it must be important then um the, the, the game was called tron evolution uh, okay. and as a sign of how much they were doing that was also 
the sequel to Tron Betrayal, a comic book series, and oh, wow. Tron Evolution Battle Grids, a Nintendo Wii game. So they're really going wow. mad on Tron products at this yeah. time. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I thought it's funny when they you see them eat dinner, they, they seem to be eating a stuffed pig. Do you see that? Yeah. Now, where's you getting that's, that from? Yeah. That's and the books, are they coming from? Well, yeah. Like, if he yeah. can make stuff, he's got a replicator, I'd just wait there. Like, the guy can't get him, he's off grid. Mm. Don't leave. I mean, it's it's a nice bit of set design. That his set is very the set he's in is quite nice, isn't it? Mm. A kind of minimalist Japanese looking. Ja- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's quite nice. Was nice. Um, the nice house um, I did there. Yeah, it's a nice house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'd like to live on Earth. Yeah, I'm not overrated. <laughs> Sam would rather be in the grid. Oh, I would. Yeah. Sign <laughs> yeah. me up. Mm. Um, we get the, it's basically, so this whole bit is Flynn telling the backstory of, of how it all happened and how he created Clue and, uh, he used this Tron was there as well and it was to build this utopia and, and then they found the ISOs and, I mean, it's all quite, I mean, I mean, they don't dwell on this too long, thankfully. Yeah, this is not a long bit of the film. No, I mean, it, it, but this is kind of, yeah, I mean, and ultimately Clue took over, they turned against, um, Flynn and they want Flynn dead, but Flynn's theory is to, uh, if you don't play, you, you can't lose the, was it, you, if you don't play the game, that's how you win the game. But it's that, isn't it, really? That's his kind of... If you can't play, you can't lose. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Don't play is how you win, yeah. dude. Mm. He's gone all zen, hasn't he? Yeah, he's gone all zen, yeah, exactly. Anyway, Sam's not happy with this. Uh, and No, you're not. And Sam wants to... Uh, get out, go back. I don't know. Anyway, he wants to do something. So uh, Cora uh, tells him of a, a person called Zeus who can get him out. Uh, and we move to part eight, in which uh, which I've said, in which Michael Sheen overacts his ass off. Um, Boom. Uh, yeah. It's kind of the low point of the film, isn't it, this? Kind of. It's the low point of the film, isn't it, this? It's a low point of my life. <laughs> yeah. It's like I a, mean, cr- a cratering of the film. It's awful. We go to a club, which is kind of already a bit of a kind of like, why is there a club? Like, it, they don't really explain like what these things are. What the pro- I mean, in a good way, I guess. So, well, they're in a just club. A, like a program that's got out of hand and has like got its own shit going on. Yeah, yeah. The whole I mean, Daft thing's Pun- weird at the club. Like the way they, they like do a little nod to Daft Punk. You know, that's cute. Yeah. And they show them about five times, don't they? And you think you only yeah. need to, to once show them doing that. You know. And there's kind of people hooking up, and it's making it like oh, and it's yeah. all a bit like oh, anything goes here. And and then Michael Sheen. Uh, I mean, his accent Actually, sorry, changes. So it's for this bit though. The one bit that is good is the bit before she, he goes in the club. I like the kind of Blade Runnerish vibe of the outside when he meets her mm. in the street. Oh, yeah, that's really that's cool. That's nice, yeah. isn't it? That looks quite good. Yeah. Like, they're, they're all out there. That's I can get with mm. that. Yeah. No, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just... He's all over the place, isn't he? His accent's all over the place. It, it doesn't fit with the film, does it, at all? Do you like him, Chris? No. I don't like no. Michael Sheen. No. No. I generally think he's a good actor, but I don't... Here, I think he's... He's awful. He's really it's awful. It's just really, like... Oh, it's just embarrassing, isn't it, to watch? You just cringe a mm. bit looking at it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you mentioned Daft Punk there, which, I mean, it is a great soundtrack, I would say. It's Did you like the soundtrack, Chris? Good hook-up. Good link-up. Yeah. It's a good link-up. What, uh... Oh, sorry, Sam, what? It's just weird watching it, because I've heard the soundtrack, like, 
hundreds and hundreds of times. So mm. when you're watching the film, like you know, I know the song's more than the actual film, which was very. Yeah. Did you have that as well, Alex? With it, like it's an yeah. odd, odd experience where you kind of yeah. know what the soundtrack's about to do, but not not necessarily yeah. what the film's going to do. Yeah, odd. no, it is. I think it elevates the film. Like it does look good, but I think without this soundtrack, at least the soundtrack wasn't like <clears throat> Qui Gon Jin dies. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it is though. It, it is kind really, of is. <laughs> no, it is. That? It is like that, and it is really that. Like they they basically play the soundtrack piece pieces yeah. in their entirety in the film. So it's very yeah. much like your. Um, yeah, but no, it's it's really good though. I love it. The soundtrack to it. it's brilliant. What? Except for I think the weakest song is the song in the club. Mm. Mm, yeah, it's a bit generic-y, kind of boring, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit boring. What would what are some of your favourite soundtracks from science fiction films and you two can't have Somnus? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, good one. I, see, I, I'll go first. I would say this, definitely. Uh, I really like the Predator soundtrack. I was going to say that as well, uh, yeah. And I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but that, I mean, that doesn't really count. It's a collection of songs. It's not really, you know. It's in, um, what's the word when you do collections of songs rather than an actual score a film soundtrack um, yeah the soundtrack is that different yeah okay all right, it's yeah. just not original it's not score, original material yeah mm-hmm. what, what what would you pick anyone uh, I think uh, James Horner in Star Trek 2 is the best shit mm. he's ever done good yeah beautiful good voice. Yeah, I love uh, Arrival true. that's a brilliant soundtrack yeah, that's good yeah mm, yeah that's true yeah, that was and, um, I know it doesn't really count but Mandy that guy did the, his last work was Ma- the soundtrack to Mandy which was also Oh, okay. Fucking mm, brilliant, okay. but it's not really science fiction, is it, I suppose, so. Um, the, uh, yeah. I, I, I do it, kind of like the Hans Zimmer Inception stuff. Uh, the, not, the, yeah. Sorry, not the Interstellar, not Inception. Oh, yeah, no, that was a good... The music in that was actually quite good, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like... I know it's not really sound... It just popped in my head. The um, Did anyone see that um, Neil Armstrong film, what's called First Man? I know no, it's not no. sci-fi strictly, but no. Uh, no, was it a very bad soundtrack? It's got like theremin in it, and it's oh. just. It, I know it kind of dates it in when it happened, but it's just not a very rich sound, and I just was really underwhelmed by it, considering how epic mm. it could be. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. That seems a weird choice. Mm. Mm. Um, Annihilation. That's another recent film that had a good soundtrack. Not a great film, but a good soundtrack. Mm. Also. I, I've, I've even forgotten like the best album ever, which is the Blade Runner soundtrack. Oh, of course, yes, yeah. of course, obvious yeah, answer. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell, another good soundtrack. Oh yeah, the Ghost in the Shell soundtrack is really good. Yeah, yeah. Yodorowsky's June. You ever heard that? Mm, no, I haven't. Like they were, no. they were making a June film in the seventies. Um, Mo- Mobius, you know Mobius, the artist. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, artist. yeah. He was doing the concept art for it, and they 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 did a film of the making of that, and the soundtrack mm. to that's really good. Oh, okay, I've got loads of them. I'll stop now. <laughs> no, I, I, will, I mean, I don't know if I've told... I think I've told Sam this before, but I'll tell you this, Chris, that uh, at my cinema where I work, I've put a load of music onto a USB that plays in the auditorium between films, and the Somnus soundtrack is on that uh, on that USB. So I'll it's a big... Up, I'll just make up an invoice. Uh, yeah. We... <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying, so every so often... I'm spelling Gatehouse... <laughs> <laughs> I work for I work for a view view okay view Glasgow that's where I work. <laughs> I've not been, been paid for my services, so I'll also be putting in. Well, this is why I'm taking care of it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can sort it, anyway. Well, yeah. I like to think someone sits there and goes, "Oh wow, what lovely piece of music! I wonder what yeah. this is." Yeah, yeah. give that's me some like money. Um, before yeah. we move on, so one more soundtrack. <laughs> 
the computer game Tonalation. That's in my soundtrack folder as that's well. Great. That's got a fucking brilliant oh. soundtrack. Oh, okay. Oh, I haven't yeah, heard Jeremy that. Soul, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Michael Sheen, who's annoying, his character is also... He's annoying as an actor, and his character is annoying, and his character is more annoying because his character turns out to be evil and has betrayed everyone and uh he's called clue and he's he steals the disc that is on uh flynn's back because flynn shows up in and there's all these like completely worthless illusions like the fact he never used to be bad and he's got it all rough and stuff like that but they don't really go yeah. into any depth to make it worthwhile do they mm. no it's really stupid <laughs> the, the, the the problem with rinsler actually as a character is there were quite a few times where i saw other kind of no like you know faceless guards die and was like oh they've killed that Rinsler guy off and I was like oh no they haven't killed him off he's still there so they kind of make him look a bit too bland in a way that's the problem with having people with motorcycle helmets on being your heroes yeah 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 Yeah. anyway so everything blows up and um, the lift blows up uh, and they run away uh, and they end up on the uh, what they call Star Sailors, aren't they called or something? Yeah, yeah. it's the it's the ship that is in the first. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say that is. A, I think that a real credit to Tron Legacy is they kind of almost bring back every single everything you've seen in the first film. You do kind of see again. So you know, mm. you see the little tanks and you see the recognizers, the little uh, bridge spaceships, I mean, and in a, in in a, a way, good way. Yeah, like if you think about it, it's kind of the ideal thing to adapt because the first film's got such a strong visual language but such mm. a weak story that it's kind of like a a mm. blank slate to play, isn't it? It's a perfect, like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yes, it is perfect. In fact, that very nicely leads me on to uh, a, quite a hard question. Can either of you think of any other films that you could do this with? So a film from a very long time ago that you could make a sequel to that, you know, like, so like in a way to kind of you're improving on the original maybe because of the effects uh but it's an interesting enough story to carry on can you think of one i thought of one but i and i but i had to think a week to work one out world, world, on, a, world on a wire mm. world on a wire so a sequel to world on a wire like mm. part three that's interesting yeah sci-fi chris uh, my one i thought they live could be a good one Ooh. to have like make yeah, a sequel good, yeah. to at, at this especially point. in today's yeah, true, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But it took me a long time to think of something um, like, like you say, Tron is almost that the one, perfect. That 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 film is kind of like a strange construction of like, like a Skid Row type thing. Which mm, now yeah. we've got the extremes of both of them. Yeah, happening today, like you know that stupid like little yeah. town of like homeless people, in shanty that, town. That, yeah. yeah, but it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, see, I think if you did a sequel to They Live, it would almost be that there was an uprising. Yeah. But in fact, actually, we all as humans preferred to be ruled by those yeah. evil, horrible things. Like I'd I think that like... would be the that would be the kind of the the irony is that we actually preferred to be slaves because it have was David easier. David Ike make a cameo as well. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the other like franchise that already has done it is Mad Max. Like Fury Road mm. is a modern, yeah. much yeah. better version of Mad Max, isn't it? So. Yes, that's true. Actually, yeah, I'd remake Waterworld. Mm. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd get. In, I think Kevin would uh, <laughs> want to be involved. I don't think you'd get away with doing that without him. Um, yeah. Um, so back in the film, it's kind of this is a dip. Everything's bad, uh, and. Uh, you know, uh, Flynn says, you're messing with my Zen thing, man. 
and uh, they fly along a bit and uh, Cora says she's an ISO. I mean, it's just a bit plot, this bit, to be honest. Don't you think it's kind of lost um, steam at this point in the film? Like, it kind of, a like, little bit. To a finish, I think. Oh, well, I would say it kicks back off again. Mm. Um, so the big ship appears and, uh, that is, again, is from the first one. And they realise that what Clue is doing is uh, building an army. He's repurposing programs, isn't he? And building a horrible army. And he wants to take over the real world because he's much like World in a Wire. He's worked out how to get through. Yeah. Um, uh, so then there's a big kind of like a fight and everything. And then they... Uh, oh, it's your cat's making the appearance. <laughs> He'll go away, carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, um, and this is also where you get the kind of, the actual real twist, which is that Rinsler was Tron, but he was like written bum, bum, over. Bum. Yeah. Which I quite, as a twist, I thought that was quite good. Didn't Bit you? obvious, isn't it though? Uh, I'd forgotten it. Also, no, I don't know. They should have done more with it if they wanted to do that. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Um, like maybe anyway. show him like getting corrupt through because he gives to that like turn where he's like oh I must mm. fight for the user and if they'd have shown yeah. that a bit more going on through the film or something maybe it would have been a bit yeah that would have been yeah no you're right actually that would have been good if you'd shown him being conflicted do they but ever, like, as like you... sorry do they ever explain why there's an advancement in the graphics on this compared to the old one it's a different world isn't it, is it like this is a newer version the same... of the grid or... yeah this isn't yeah, I think he... that. He created yeah. Clue, didn't he, this one? Yeah, so this right. isn't the world of the first Tron film. Right, this okay. is a different world. Uh, so maybe it's that, yeah. Not really, though. Um, and then we're on, basically, there's a big big fight. There's a big explosion. Uh, they escape out uh, in light jets. And we're on to part 11. <laughs> Sam, take the turret. Okay. Now, talking about <laughs> arcades... <laughs> Um, there's a there's a moment in this film that has really reminded me of something that happened in the real world, uh, which is when they tell the character Sam to go take the turret. Okay. It really reminds. Do you remember in Niagara Falls, Sam, that arcade game in a oh, turret? Oh god, yeah, the turret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in in Niagara Falls, there was this very strange arcade machine. It was a circular ball, and you you sat in it and shot guns at. Oh wow, well, Chris, you'd it, love that because it was like a yeah. really um, it was like a um, ballistic simulator for a tank. Yeah. So it was all like those like um, wind, um, you know, like the, when the bullet gets taken by the wind and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like work it all out, and you're firing across this massive. It's like you're firing like a big bird or something. Did you it have? Was, uh, it was not glasses. Like it's because it, it could move any it, direction. Yeah, it was oh, like, like a big a turret, like, rotating like a turret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two or something. Yeah. Did it have a screen or did it have glasses? I can't <laughs> remember. It was a screen inside it, a big wide screen, and there's like big mm. red, like transparent glass round the bowl. Yeah. It's really hard, though. Yeah. Anyway, Sam got obsessed with this game in Niagara Falls, did, but yeah. this bit at the end of this film... <laughs> the Niagara Falls are just there, next to <laughs> <of> it. <laughs> yeah. They want to see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We spent equal time in the arcade as yeah. we did at the Falls, I would say. It was <laughs> raining a lot, though. It was raining. Yeah, it was raining, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's just very weird that this bit of this That's film... the spray off the falls, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit like your swimming pool uh, arcade machine. We probably could have got uh, electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably think of that. Uh, yeah, yeah no. I'm, I'm, there's a link here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just very odd that the, uh, this bit of this film really looked like you playing that game in, yeah. in Niagara Falls. But anyway, <laughs> um, but I think this is quite a good action sequence. So what are you saying, Sam, that you don't think this is a good enough action sequence? 
I mean, it's all right. I just kind of like checked out by this point, to be honest. I was sort of, mm. I, I was on that like train of getting new stuff presented to me all the time, mm. which I was quite enjoying. But then I think it's Martin Sheen, you know, like once, sorry, Michael Sheen, once that happened, it was yeah. Martin Sheen, it, that'd be better. Um, it kind of, I, I, I like fell off a bit. Mm. I don't know. It was all right. It just felt very derivative of like um, Star Wars as well, this bit, didn't it? Yeah. Like, flying around stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, I do think the kind of most interesting element of the film happens here at the very end when uh, they get to the end to take the disc through to the real world and Clue turns up and Clue and Flynn have a standoff. Mm. And it's actually, you kind of realise that Clue isn't really evil. Mm. He was always just doing what he was programmed to do, which is kind of make a perfect world. But... Flynn didn't really think about like how fascist that is and how kind of like that means eradicating everything and the imperfections and sometimes imperfections lead to genius or great. And I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's right at the end. You just kind of throw it in the end, don't they? But it's kind of an interesting idea, you mm. know, that bit. Um, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, well, Flynn sacrifices himself uh, so that Sam can get away. Uh, and they do that bit where they hold the disc up, which was the poster. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's another Tron reference. Um, and back I think in the it would have been world... cool if there was like a little area. So I'm still trying to figure out how to rationalise the difference in look, right? Oh, okay. So right, I get yeah. fixated on things like this. Right. <coughs> Go. It'd be cool if there was like a little area or a little room where it like emulated the last film. Right. Okay. So yeah. it actually oh, looked yeah. like the last film. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Like almost he passes through that bit to get to or the better bit. Or when they do light cycle, like they have to go, because when he was escaping for something, say, imagine mm. that he could only load up classic light cycle. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if like the next layer up was that world. So like it yeah. goes yeah. through that world to get to this world. Yeah. yeah. And he can mm. literally only go left, right, up and down on it. <laughs> like if he needs to go around things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's interesting. Yeah, there's a picture. There you go. That's what it looked like, Chris. Can you see that? Uh, let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was fucking yeah. brilliant. It was really good. Yeah. It was. Imagine he's, like, yeah, he's just like completely transfixed yeah. this thing. <laughs> yeah. You've been in here seven hours, Sam. You, know? <laughs> you need to eat something. Sam, the falls are closing. Do you think we should at least have a look? <laughs> switching them off. Yeah. Um, that's like yeah. something you could get like sent down the falls in. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. You could, yeah, if you just put a thing on the yeah. front of it, yeah. That's yeah. wicked. That thing. It was I'd brilliant. run one of them in my house. Yeah, it was. It was. Does it move? Moves. Yeah, it yeah. Like, swung around. Yeah. Like swung yeah. back and stuff. When Jesus. you fired a gun, like jolted back. Oh yeah, God. and the bullet went out. It was brilliant. Yeah. You don't know what the game's called? I can't remember. No, I'm no, I can't it, remember either. I've I never seen had, anything um, like the, it. The speakers and the, the behind my head is aren't on the chair. The speakers. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably still there, I would think. I think put this yeah. on, it's this quite needs to down. go on the website. Yeah, I'll put it up in the show this. notes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, kind of the end of the film, it's a bit of a, I mean, it's a bit of a sequel ending, isn't it? Because we see Sam and he's he's got the data disc or whatever it is and uh, yeah. Cora's there in the real world and she says what's next and they kind of head out on their bike and you can kind of see how they could have made a, a sequel. Um I mean, I wrote down here, there have been huge rumours since this came out that there'd be sequels. But the latest news, February 28th, 2017, uh, during a Q&A session with Joseph Kaczynski, he revealed that Tron, Tron 3 is 
has not been scrapped, saying it was in cryogenic freeze. A few days later, it was reported Disney is supposedly looking into rebooting the franchise with Jared Leto oh, approached God. to portray a new character called Ares, who originated from the Tron 3 script. So we might see more Tron, but I, I, I worry... I re- reckon, right, you will see it as a Disney Plus TV series. Yes, that That's would make bet. a lot more sense, yeah. Yeah, that would make a lot more sense, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think, as well, sadly, I think that how Tron was made, I don't know if they would make that now. I think it would be a lot more, the references would be more overt, and it would be a lot more, don't you think? Don't you think it'd be a lot more of a cash-in now? Yeah. That I think with Tron Legacy, they were actually experimenting a little bit, and it was kind of a bit more... It'd be great if they could do an immersive thing with it. Oh with, yeah, that would be with yeah. it somehow. Yeah. Um, so overall, what do we think about Tron Legacy? What's our general feelings overall, uh, Sam? Um, I yeah, I was, I enjoyed it a lot more than the first Tron, and mm. kind of, like, I think it's more the sum of its parts in a way. And that like, it's very odd because on one level, it's not a great story, and I don't mm. really think it's that well acted or anything like that. But I no. think. The look of it, the the coherence of it, and soundtrack, and just the feel of it, like pulled me through a lot further than it should have done in a way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was so, yeah, it's so up my street. The look of it and the sound of it that mm. I was I was thrilled. I really enjoyed yeah. watching it. And like there were there were moments for me when I was kind of like, wow, like this still looks as cool mm. as it did at the cinema. Yeah. Um, but it and it's just yeah, like it's it's rare that I'll say I'll just like a pass on the narrative. But I kind of don't mind that it wasn't that good because I was just enjoying mm. being in the world for a couple of hours, you know? So yeah, I was yeah. positive, very positive really. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Chris. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Yeah. I, I, I mean, visually it kind of takes you along. Um, and there is a lot of action in it. It keeps on going. Um, I, yeah, I don't like the club scene. I thought that was a bit meh. Mm. And, um, gender politics in it. Yeah, it's a bit sexist, isn't it? It's a bit dodge. Yeah. Yeah, a bit dodge. No, we didn't mention that, but yeah, you're right. It's pretty dodge, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Especially the, the, those like assistants. They're called sirens, aren't they? Sirens. They're, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Well, they're not yeah. terrible. They're, they're no, lovely. No, but they're, but, yeah, but they're not. It's like, they're problematic. Can they they're do something? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think I, I think I agree. I definitely agree with both of you. I think that it's, uh, it is low on plot. But it's definitely higher on plot than the original Tron. And mm. the original Tron was just so much just talking and trying to, like, force you to kind of... Like, they keep trying to relate everything to make sense, to be like, oh, well, I'm a I'm a accounting programme. And like it, it was really, like... It was like someone was... That was just was the really, age of... That was the yeah. age he was at, though, right? Yeah, and it and just didn't work. they've also kind of got the opposite problem. That they've got, like, no scope for effects have they no mm. so they've got to do and something nowhere, other than that <laughs> yeah and nowhere near enough action the fact is that that beginning yeah. bit there's loads of cool stuff in the beginning and, and no then one really there's just nothing computers back then yeah no i mean like no. That, that's probably the best thing that this film does really in a way of like it 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 takes kind of your memory of what tron is rather than what tron actually is and builds on that mm. yes you know what definitely. i mean like it's yeah. it's playing on nostalgia that it doesn't really deserve because it isn't actually when you watch it again it's not actually that good at all so no no, I think, and I, I, I think it's one of the. It's also one of the few sequels that's probably better than maybe better than the original. Way better than me. Definitely. Yeah. What do you think? So, Chris, you prefer it to the. Original? Yeah. Yeah, the original yeah. is quite boring. Yeah, the original is boring. Sadly, 
I mean, yeah, it was clever and it invented a lot of cool stuff and it looked good, but it is quite boring. So, Alex, do you um, as well think it's better than the original? Yeah, I do. I think I think I've I think what I've done is put together Tron and, and Tron Legacy and just thought that the whole of Tron was great. Right. And in my kind of like way of thinking in like, oh, but the original must be better than this. You know, it can't be that a sequel is better. I think yeah. I thought the original was better and more worthy, but actually, yeah, I mean, multiple viewings of Tron, it just it falls apart further and further. And the action's done better in this, the kind of the plot is better, um, how it looks, yeah, the soundtrack's amazing. And you've got all the cool things I like in Tron or in Legacy because you've got the light cycles, you've got the battles, you've got the, you know, yeah, it's just a way better film. Um, yeah. So where is it going to go? Where's Tron on our list? Where did Tron end up again? It Tron is at 55 now after the yeah. re-rank. So where should Tron Legacy go? Uh, hmm. Who wants to go first? Um, you I'm going to say 43. Oh, Ooh, 43. One Below Lost World. I would go a bit higher than that. Hmm. Maybe... 39 above they under live, they live her. yeah 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 around that yeah around that they live Muppets from space her yeah I'd go around that area yeah so not higher than I don't know silent, I think I'd, I'd, I'd go like 37 I'd put it just above silent, uh, silent Running because it Silent yeah, Running is a bit boring yeah Silent Running feels well uh, that is the irony of uh, see the I mean, irony of putting it above that is that Silent Running soundtrack is the worst thing about it that <laughs> fucking yes. terrible mm. twee Joni Mitchell just Silent Running in a few departments I think that's yeah. another film you could do a good oh yeah oh uh, yeah big yeah. time definitely yeah yeah okay well, yeah I'm happy with that are we all happy with that, that? Yeah, yeah 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 you know what yes. Muppets from Space is too low <laughs> Oh. Probably the next re-rank, won't you? I, I think yeah. I will. Or get the viewers to, uh, the uh, listeners to put it in. I thought that was the new rule. Oh, yeah, yeah we're going to do that, won't we? You have to bribe someone, yeah. yeah. Well, we come to the end of Tron Legacy. So there you go. Next week will be Flight of the Navigator. Mm. Some more mm. real nostalgia rather than simulated Lis- listener nostalgia. Listener nostalgia, isn't it? Listener so, nostalgia, yeah. 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 Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Uh, the website is Science Fiction Rating System, and we are Twitter, Instagram, Facebook on Sci Fi Rating. Uh, any other news or correspondence, Sam? Uh, I don't think we've got any correspondence. I think people give it up on us because we've gone missing for so long. Okay, so yeah, back. sorry about that. Well, you know what? You know what, listeners? Sam won a, 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 a fucking short story competition while oh, yeah. we were away, so you know. That's what not, we were, we're doing. We're all losers like you lot. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're award-winning <laughs> now. Sam's an award-winning author. And I've got something to spend the winnings on now. I can buy a uh, Sumo Motor Game Motion System, can't I? What yeah. are the winnings? $500 in a 10-week wow. course at UCLA. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Go to UCLA? No, it's on, it's on the online. Oh. <laughs> but, He's but virtually still, going to UCLA. I'm virtually going there, yeah. <laughs> you can say, I went to UCLA. I can. I get, uh, get an actual like qualification from it. The only bad thing is that obviously like the class is in the middle of the night, so. <laughs> oh, is it live? Yeah, yeah, it's a proper like um, wow. workshop thing. Yeah, but... you're gonna be. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you have to They'll be like sleep all energy. <laughs> <laughs> what if your virtual friends are like? Should we go to a club or a bar afterwards? And you're gonna we be can like, take oh. me along on the phone. Hey Sam, yeah. do you want to make out after this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't. <laughs> <laughs>
three in the morning. I can't. It's three yeah. in the morning. I'm in bed with my wife. Hey, Sam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a middle-aged man in, in the north, north of England. Thank you. Middle-aged. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, anyway, we've been winning an award. So, yeah, we're yeah. sorry we were away, but we're back now and we'll try and be better. I mean, technically, um, we're an award-winning podcast now, aren't we, really? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically, Chris won an award That's by true, winning, yeah. so, by getting so onto that. Yeah, I just need to win an award now. I'm. Sorry. If you win one, we can call ourselves award winning. So we'll have awards then. Yeah. Damn it! You never got like a swimming badge or something. No, mm. no, no. I got the punctuality award at school. Okay. That works. Yeah, that'll do, won't it? I turned up. That's what they were saying. They give the div kids that. <laughs> you crap at everything. You turned up. Well done for turning up. Rating system: the podcast that turns up. Yeah. Podcast that turns up. Free podcast. Yeah, time. exactly. Yeah, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't complain. Yeah. yeah, it's free. Anyway, I guess that's it. So uh, it's goodbye from me. Uh, it's goodbye from Chris. Yeah. And goodbye from Sam. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. End of line. End of line. something in the uh, in the chat oh oh wow the game oh I found it T- we need the, 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 sumo, the sumo deluxe which is sumo. a 50 inch wow. display with ball why has it got TSU in big letters and then <laughs> uh, wow look at it the ball the, the, the most stands in motion doesn't it and it still be crazy doesn't it oh my it's god it's great I wonder if you can actually buy this so it's not that website's going to work. Gonna it's get so old-fashioned. Oh, you see all the different still versions there. of it. Oh, wow. New games and motion rides can be purchased and uploaded into Sumo via CD-ROM upgrades. So yeah. that's good. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm going to... We're going to email these people. Yeah. <laughs> the website's still there. I just went, went to it. Wow. The Nami Vigil. Yeah. If we ever get like a, uh, a SFRS... Uh, sorry. SFRS office. This should be in there, shouldn't it, really? This is yeah, it should. Yeah. Time. You know what would be brilliant? If you could set it up so you launch the podcast by firing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should get them to design a... Uh, where we're blasting at different bad films. Maybe like that could be the... Uh... Yeah. Or if we get, ever get a stage show, we could just have yep. three of these and we're all sat in them, like watching the film <laughs> in the balls. Brilliant. And firing t-shirts at the audience. Yeah, so if anyone's out there from Sumo Deluxe, um, please. So just from want... Sumo, but it's the Deluxe we want, the 50 inch display yeah. with ball. Yeah. What balls do you want? Red or blue balls? Well, red ball, because blue ball's smaller display, isn't it? 30 inch uh, okay. and a blue ball. Yeah, red balls all round. Gotta get those yeah. balls red. Gotta get those red balls. Um,